Your attention passengers. Attention passengers. We'll standing momentarily wait for signal. We are standing momentarily waiting for a signal clearance. Broadcasting from the sticky floor of the number 147 Express. It's the CTA Fails Podcast. This is the CTA Fails Podcast with Ryan Smith and Clayton Smith. And this is episode two of season zero of the CTA Fails Podcast. Welcome one and all man this is our second episode this is the official second episode technically it's Ryan, the third episode but it's the second official episode episodes <laughs> i don't know I, I i think it was something you didn't want to do it or i can't remember the specifics that to be honest sounds with you. highly unlikely because every single day of my life i say ryan when are we doing the next episode of the podcast and you say oh <laughs> hey man look all right uh the cta unreliable cta fails podcast unreliable let's just that's let's true. just let's keep the theme let's keep the theme that's going true. you know that's true i like you know what you've convinced me i like it let's roll excellent 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 well uh we're thrilled to have you here welcome and uh, my name as you may have heard is ryan smith and my name is clayton smith and this is the cta fails podcast and we are not related so I want thank that you for, to be thank you for clarifying that. Want yeah, that to be noted is, as uh, yeah. Very good, very good, very good. Uh, we have a little bit of a program for you today. We have uh, quite a few things going on in the world of the CTA. Not as much as if the CTA was actually running and people were taking it, but nevertheless. Can't stress enough that uh, this was a very bad time to start a podcast <laughs> about the CTA, but here we are. But I'll tell you, we're getting creative and we've got uh, we've got a couple of things coming up here, including uh, a CTA cocktail recipe, a CTA-inspired cocktail. Very excited about that. Got to be great. Got to be great. Plus, we've got uh, the ever awesome and everybody's favorite CTA mail coming up where uh, we take your voicemail uh, of the week and of the month in this case, and uh, we take a listen to that. And uh, that's coming up as well. But before we do all that, before we get into that, there's quite a bit going on since the last time we had a uh, conversation, Mr. Clayton Smith. That's what happens when you don't have a conversation for, I don't know, three months. How long has it been? I don't know. I've just I've been trying not to talk to you. It's just it's too much. It's too yeah, much for me. I get it. Uh, I don't know if you know this. This is, um, I think, pretty exciting. Did you know that we were on uh, we were on the radio radio? Like the real I heard radio. that we were. I so I, I I was there for that interview. So I do remember. I do have some vivid memories yeah. of being on uh, on outside the loop. Yeah, right? on, on WGN. We were on yeah. CT fails on WGN. Uh, this was uh, who knows when that was. I don't even remember anymore. But uh, it was great. It was awesome. It was fun. Um, uh, Mike over there was uh, was a gracious host and, and invited us on, and we chatted all things CTA related and CTA fails. Yeah, and it's a great show. I, I, to be totally honest, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull back the, uh, open the kimono here a little bit, and, okay, uh, <laughs> and let us all know. I had, uh, I'd never listened to that show before because I do believe that it is a what 6 a.m. right on Saturday. 6 a.m. on Saturdays, yeah. And on 6 a.m. on Saturdays, there's something I like to do, which is not be awake yet. Sure. So I, I have not listened to it, but so we listened to this episode, of course, because we were, <laughs> we were on. Uh, gosh, that's a great show. It I really, really liked it. It's really fun. No, he's 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 phenomenal, and the show's great. And if you haven't uh, checked it out, there is actually a podcast version of it, um, so you can check out outside the loop. Um, and uh, I'm sure if you you uh, Google that or you um, uh, head over to their website, uh, you'll be able to find that, uh, and also wherever you get your podcast. So go check it out. 
If you know how to use the internet, you can find it. <laughs> you can find just about anything on that internet. <laughs> that's what I like to say. <laughs> All right. So that's been going on. And then uh, we were we were taking a look. We were we were browsing through our our Twitter page, uh, which is of course the um, the the longest running social media account that we have. It's like and, the uh, the, leg- the legacy account. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of great things yeah. on that Twitter page. Boy, lots of stuff. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so we we decided to come up with something. Uh, we're calling Tweet of the Week, though it is not, obviously, because, again, podcast is not weekly. That's correct. So we'll, we'll, we'll workshop these names, but Tweet of the Moment. <laughs> <laughs> and I this is, this is uh, for those of you um, who are unaware, uh, we have been experiencing some rain. You're in the Chicagoland area. I've heard it, that. You've heard about this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, in fact, it's been so bad that uh, there's been some flooding. There is a uh, there is a tweet and a video in which um, it looks like I, I assume that the, the bus driver must have opened the doors so that somebody could get on or off uh, the bus. Water just floods in from everywhere. Right. Uh, and it is man, it is a sight to behold. I I I don't understand the physics of this video because I've been on buses. They are elevated above streets, right? They're not like when you open the door, you're not at gutter level, right? How did that water get on the bus? This is not computing in my brain space. It doesn't make any sense. There is so much water. Did someone did it? Does the CTA make a stop at Atlantis now? I (laughs) I was going to try to think of a funnier thing than Atlantis, but I was trying to think of, uh, of the town in little mermaid where they all live, but maybe that is Atlantis. Hey, where does Little Mermaid take place, Ryan? God, I could not tell you. I'm not Gosh. a child. Well, find out find out the name of that kingdom and then uh, pretend that I said that. It'd be, it'd, it'd be a lot funnier. <laughs> Great, can do. Good. Uh, it's it's bizarre. And actually, I'm watching it now, and so it looks like the front door maybe no, the front door is not open. They're actually moving while this is happening. Yeah, the water's all sloshing around. The bus is moving, and it like and at times it looks like. Like like it's coming in, but I, I don't know if it is. And, and, and I guess we could we could ask the person who took this video to clarify. And of course, uh, plenty of jokes came out of this from from our from our lovely <laughs> group There's of some folks good ones. that follow us. There's some good uh, ones in there talking about the fact that of course this is the uh, only time that the CTA buses actually get cleaned, <laughs> uh, that sort of thing. So yeah, it is. Um, but if you haven't seen it, head over to uh, to our Twitter account at CTA Fails. And uh, man, it is it is it is something. What else has been going on? Let me tell you that little little story. Let me tell you a little story. I gosh, I like stories. I'm glad you do. We've been talking to a couple of people recently, uh, people that appear to be CTA employees. These are individuals who who seemingly work for the CTA. We were actually in the process of verifying that in a variety of different ways. They have they have some things to talk about. They have they have some grievances. They have some some things that they would like to share. And if we can figure out the best way to go about this so that we can protect uh, their identity, we are going to have them one, two more. I don't know how many we will end up with on this program in the near future. I am so excited about this (laughs) because we are real journalists. Oh, for sure. This is a very serious show. Yeah. Serious news for serious people. And Ryan, I smell a Pulitzer. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. This is going to be great. We have some, uh, yeah, people giving us the inside scoop on uh, what it's like to actually be inside the CTA. And I am just delighted. I'm very excited to hear what they have to talk about. Very uh, happy to be able to give them a platform to kind of get some things off their chest if need be. And I think it might even happen that next episode, we get a little bit of an interview 
with uh, one of these employees. It's that's that's definitely the uh, that's definitely the hope here. And um, it is, you know, we that's one perspective we don't really hear very much. Right. I mean, uh, we've been running yeah. this account for a while and, and we don't really hear from from that from the other side. Right. From, yeah, from we those like folks running things. Lob grenades at CTA and then run away. We don't like to sit there and, you know, let them have a chance to defend themselves. <laughs> it's more of a it's like a it's like a it's like a ding and ditch, you know, yeah. ding and ditch a podcast. But now we get to hear from the CTA. Yay. Boy, is that exciting. Yeah, it's going to be great. Going to be great. So stay tuned for that. We'll see what uh, what how that develops here uh, on the next episode of the podcast. Right now, though, taking a look at some of the, the crazy news that's been going on in the um, in the world of the CTA. Uh, Clayton, from what I understand, you have a, uh, a story to share with us here as it relates to um, the various crime and Fun things I do have like a story that. about that, Ryan. Thank you. Uh, thank you for asking. Uh, yes. I just so happen to have that. Uh, it's more of a statistic, really. And if there's one thing that anyone who knows me will say, if they say, what does Clayton love more than anything, they will say statistics. And so <laughs> I found one that is very that speaks to me uh, in a very interesting way. It, it turns out in the CTA's history, there have been some uh, some, you know, some violent crimes, unfortunately. But that's part of the history of the Chicago Transit Authority. And you would think perhaps now that ridership is down, it looks like 80% because of the quarantine, the shelter in place order, you would think, well, the good news is crime is down, right? Makes sense, right? Certainly makes sense. Turns out that's not the case. Turns out violent crime on the CTA is at about the same levels now as it was before the shelter in place order. That is, I mean, I guess bizarre, but I, I mean, what does that, what does that say? Does that say that, that the folks that are committing violent crime, let's call them the criminals, I guess, question mark. I mean, um, if they're they, committing crimes, I think that's a fair thing, <laughs> a fair label. Right. right. Um, they are not sheltering in place. It seems they're still kind of doing their thing. I I, that's bizarre to me. It's weird. It seems, I mean, you know, again, looking at it from a mathematical standpoint, it seems yeah. like perhaps the 80% of people who are not riding the train, uh, that number encompasses a lot of the people who don't normally engage in violent crimes. Um, huh. but I, I think perhaps also, and I'm, as I'm referencing a, a CBS story here from CBS two, um, a quote here that they shared was, uh, you know, when less, when less number of people are out and about, there probably is still some sense of confidence on the part of the perpetrators to what they can get away with. So maybe actually the fact that there is fewer people on the CTA, maybe that is uh, making some people think like, well, well, no one's around to stop me if I do uh, X, Y and or Z. So right. now's my chance, you know. So, hey, if you're part of that 20 percent, you are you uh, you watch your back. <laughs> yes. uh, crime's happening at the same rates. But the potential number of victims way down. So your odds, Ugh. boy, may they be ever in your favor. Whistle, whistle, whistle. That's from a book. Great. Go on, Ryan. Do you have another thing? <laughs> well, all right. That was depressing. Why don't we go with one more depressing story? Because that's just the way things work in the wow, uh, in the new world. Uh, um, great. <laughs> <laughs> um, unfortunately, uh, a the a fifth CTA worker has died of COVID nineteen. A fifth. Number five Man. CTA worker uh, oh. has passed away from uh, from the coronavirus. This was a bus operator. Uh, this particular employee turns out had been uh, with the CTA since 2012. Uh, first of all, I didn't even realize that uh, that four other people had 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 uh, you know fallen victim to to COVID 19 uh, oh, who worked for the CTA. Yeah, this yeah, is this is news. Um, 
And uh, they also referenced the fact that the fourth employee uh, to die of the coronavirus worked in the uh, in the CTA's technology department, uh, and they worked there for more than two decades. I mean, that's concerning, right? I mean, any way you look at it, we've been seeing plenty of photos come out and, and tweets and Instagram posts and things like that of, of buses and trains ridiculously overcrowded during all of this. Uh, so uh, to to hear that a bus operator has 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 passed away because of COVID-19 is unfortunately, I guess, not surprising, but just 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 terrible. Yeah. And I mean, of course, we don't know for sure that he, you know, caught coronavirus on the bus. Um there's, you know, there's certainly lots of details about this that we are not privy to. Right. But, you know, unless he was on furlough, unless he was not driving. But I think I think just about all the routes are still up. I you know, I know there are a few that have been kind of closed down, but I think most of the train operators and bus drivers are probably still working. So even, um, you know, you can be asymptomatic for a long time and still have the virus. It can take you know, up to two weeks before symptoms start to show. So if he was working, I mean, then he's in a position where he's passing it along. Maybe he caught it on the, on the bus while driving, you know, I, and it's terrible. And you're right. Exactly. Right. We see all these photos, all these videos of these people who are not social distancing. And I, it really kind of breaks the brain to think about a lot. Yeah. It's very, it's very, it's terrible. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's, um, you know, I mean, I guess trying to make this into something, Good before we take a break, which is hard to do, huh. obviously. Um, but I mean, I will say where that, this goes. No, this is really not. But um, it does seem like, you know, through some of the photos that we've been seeing, it, it seems like anyway, more and more people, the majority, I would even say the majority of people are at least wearing masks on the uh, on the trains and on, yes. and on the buses. Um, but they're still very close to each other, right? The, the whole idea of six feet and that sort of thing um, doesn't really seem to exist. You've got people right on top of each other, essentially. But I don't well, know what and, the answer is. You know, now they're letting people on the back doors, which, again, is very good for the for the bus driver, for sure. Um but if it's that back door, like it's going to be it's harder to get into the back door, I think, of a bus without uh, without touching something. Right. Right. It's the back door in these buses is really made for exiting, not for entering. Correct. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and as I'm saying these words, I'm hearing that it was a, it was a poor, poor phrasing choice. But, um, you know, people are going in in, in that other door and they're. <laughs> There, there. It's you have to touch things more there, I think, and so it's, 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 it's an unfortunate choice of words that I have employed during this very somber occasion. And uh, you know, if you're riding the CTA, no matter which door you're going in, make sure you're safe. Make sure you're being aware of what you're touching. Yeah. Um, and uh, boy. How do we get out of this segment? Hey, with <laughs> that, let's take a quick break because uh, we need to regroup. <laughs> Stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to the CTA Fails Podcast. Hey, Ryan. Hey, yeah, dude. You've been following our social media lately? Internet? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, it's on yeah. the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Been out then there. You, been looking at it. You've probably then seen the newest original design that we've been playing around with here. Uh, a little, uh, a little, a little fake CTA rail map that I like to call the Lake Death Map. It is. Oh, a, so uh, this is this is different than uh, than the uh, the pentagram upside down. Uh, yeah, yeah, whole yeah, thing, yeah, right? yeah. Oh, the pentagram God. is very good. That was a good one. But this one it has was. a different kind of energy, kind of a darker. Uh, actually, they both have really dark <laughs> energy. Oh, this is really telling a story. Wow. Is something wrong with me? <laughs> huh. So 
the latest take on the CTA rail map is uh, it's the actual routes for all the CTA trains, except this map imagines that all eight of the trains have decided to just end their misery by plunging straight into Lake Michigan and ending it all. Oh, my God. You know what? I have seen this one and it is fantastic it's pretty great and uh we had fun making it and people had fun liking it and sharing it and they seemed to like it so much that we thought well, maybe we'll make a little bit of limited edition merchandise with this design so if i understand correctly if people head on over to our website ctafails.com they can head over to our shop and they can get this cta map lake death limited edition design that is absolutely correct you can get it on a shirt you can get it on a mug. You can get it on a print for your little wall. Oh my goodness. I'm thinking about maybe doing that. I've been looking for some art for my walls. So this makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's going to look really good on your walls in particular, I think. The colors are just, they pop, you know? They're chef kiss great. So if you go over to ctfails.com, check out our shop, pick up your own Lake Death, and, and just to make it even better because you all are our best people because yeah. you subscribe to the podcast, Best of the best. Best of the best. Anything you buy in the shop, you use that uh, promo code podcast10, P-O-D-C-A-S-T-1-0, uh, and you're going to get 10% off of literally anything in that store. I mean, literally anything. So you're telling me we can go over right now to ctafails.com. We can use the promo code podcast10, and we can save 10% off anything we buy in the CTA Fail shop. That's what I'm telling you, man. Oh, man, that's great. Well, head on over there now and make it happen. CTAfails.com. Grab yourself some merch and make sure you use promo code podcast 10. Because we need we need we need to eat. <laughs> Please give us money. <laughs> We're back on the CTA Fails podcast. Clayton Smith, Ryan Smith, we are here with you in this crazy, crazy COVID-19 season of the podcast. Season zero, no less. Yeah, so don't hold this season against us too much. We know that it's inconsistent and the quality's not <laughs> ideal. Uh, really, we're going to do better. <laughs> uh, but one of the things we've been working on and one of the things that I think is, uh, you know, again, there's not a lot going on with the CTA in general. We're not hearing a lot from you guys because of everything that's been going on. So we've been sort of thinking about, OK, well, what can we do that's interesting and exciting uh, CTA related? And, and I'll tell you, everybody's at home right now. Nobody's doing anything. People are just drinking all day long. Boy, yeah, all the just constantly, just too much. <laughs> so Clayton, uh, from what I understand, you you you've been really working on this uh, this whole drinking a lot thing. And, uh, and <laughs> that's one called of the research, Ryan. With, it's called research. I get it. I'm with you. I've been doing it too. Um, and one of the things you've come up with is this idea of of CTA inspired cocktails. That's correct. Uh, so what I've decided to do is to to, to, to to take some of my time in quarantine and really channel it toward creating a brand new original cocktail, one each for each of the eight CTA train lines. Okay. And uh, so today I am very pleased to announce that I have, uh, I, I don't know if I want to say perfected, but uh, feeling feel pretty strong about it. Okay. A, uh, a recipe that I like to call... The brown line. <laughs> very creative. Very, very creative. Thank you. I like it. <laughs> um, so uh, you're going to run us through the, the components of this and what makes this this brown line cocktail and 
We're also going to go ahead and we'll post it up uh, on our website um, as well. Uh, so if you want the recipe, you can you can download it. And who knows, maybe it'll be on social media as well. But um, definitely head over to CTA, <laughs> but head over ctafails.com uh, if you want the uh, the exact recipe in case you don't feel like uh, writing it down right now. Yeah, but let it just like soak into your ear holes a little bit while I talk about the brown line cocktail. I was thinking, Lex, I want each of these cocktails to really kind of embody the individual train line, right? So, um, so that's where I start. I want the I want a cocktail that really, like, when you drink it, you think, ah, yes, this is the <laughs> blue line. This is the brown line. This is the red line. And I think it's not advisable to have people just drink like glasses of urine and call it a cocktail. That's <laughs> oh, the best yeah. way to really embody all of this. But uh, so we. So, I mean, the, 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 the brown line, many people would argue is one of the fancier lines. If you can call it that, of course, if you can call it that, of course. <laughs> right. You know what? I'm glad you said that because that is exactly what I had in mind when I designed the brown line cocktail. And I think it's probably, if I'm being honest, why I started with the brown line. It is a little more, um, it's weird. Classy is not the right word, but <laughs> it sure is not. But the brown line is cool because it's, yeah, I, I, it's my personal favorite, uh, train line of the CTA because, and I think it's mostly because unlike any other train, you get a really, really great aerial view of the city as you kind of snake in on your way toward merchandise mart, right? If you're coming yeah. from the North. Uh, I love that. Like that really like all joking aside, CTA is terrible, et cetera. However, that view is so good. I had that in mind. So it's a classy train, of course. So I wanted a classy cocktail. <laughs> all right. So obviously the brown line, it's got to be brown. It's got to be a brown cocktail. Absolutely. Right? So we're going to start here with bourbon. All right. Speaking my language already. Two ounces of bourbon. Now you can't, I know what you're asking. What about rye? I get it. You can use rye. I chose bourbon <laughs> for this because it's a little sweeter, a little uh, it rounds out a little more nicely. But hey, man, if rye is your thing, I love rye. I'll probably make it with rye next just to give it a try. Two ounces of bourbon is number one to give it that brown of the brown line. And you're going to put that two ounces of bourbon or rye into a shaker. And the shaker... Now, we're going to talk about why that's important uh, later for the cocktail itself, of course. But uh, that's how you know it's fancy, because it's made in a shaker. Ah, right? all right, good. So some of these other cocktails will be made in a plastic cup. I mean, by the time we get to the blue line, it's going to be like, open your mouth and put this alcohol in it you know, from the <laughs> bottle. And then the next thing I know about the brown line is it sometimes, even though it's classy, sometimes has a lot of trash on it. And so I wanted to think about like some trash components that would go well into this cocktail. And uh, I think, you know, when I think of the brown line, I think like classic trash, you know, like Hmm. really like uh like 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 eggshells and coffee grounds oh sure yeah, yeah yeah classic trash you know and so <laughs> what i what i want to do next is uh i want to do half ounce of cold brew coffee right and that's going to represent okay. the coffee grounds that are again classic trash <laughs> okay you can of course make your own cold brew coffee right or you can go and just you know buy some at the store I'll probably buy some. Like some sort of rich person. <laughs> and so you're going to take a half ounce of cold brew coffee, put that in the shaker on top of the bourbon. The order doesn't matter. You can put the coffee in first. All right. So, uh, and then for the other classic trash, uh, the eggshells, I think uh, an egg white is going to do nicely here. So again, this is another area where this cocktail, you know, elevates a little bit. It's a little classy. Okay. So you're going to take an egg. You're going to break the egg. You're going to try real hard not to put the egg yolk into the mixer. But I got to be honest, if you do... That's not going to kill the drink. 
Okay. Uh, it might kill you because of salmonella, uh, but that's true of even the egg white. So totally fine. No problems there. People get a little weird about eggs and cocktails. I totally understand that. Uh, is there a chance of salmonella? Yeah, I guess technically. However, in these United States of America, you may not know this, but um, in, if, you're, if your eggs come from like a, a big farm, uh, they are sterilized usually. So you're probably fine. If you get your eggs from uh, from like a farmer's market, your risk might be a little higher. So if you're uncomfortable with the chance of getting salmonella, you know, just don't make this cocktail, I guess. I was also going to say, if you're uncomfortable with the idea of potentially getting salmonella, I mean, my God, the world we're living in right now, you could get COVID-19 at any point in time. So I mean, salmonella might be your best case scenario at this just point. Just roll the dice, friends. <laughs> <laughs> but the egg white, when you put it in there, what it's going to end up doing is really, um, it's going to kind of take the edge off a couple of the other ingredients that we're going to talk about. So sit right. tight. We'll talk about how these all work together in a second. Mm. You know, another thing that I noticed about the brown line it's got sticky floors sometimes, even though it's classy, got that sticky floor. So I wanted something sticky in here. So I want to put uh, just a little spoonful of honey into this. And this is, of course, going to depend on your particular uh, threshold for sweetness. Maybe less honey, maybe more honey. Put that into the shaker. And then the final ingredient, of course, because it is Chicago, the CTA is the most Chicago thing that we know. The next most Chicago thing that we know is... Uh, I got a feeling I know where this is going. Jepson's Malort. So you're going to have to just, you know, bite down and take a deep breath and hold your nose and buy that bottle of Malort. Put half an ounce of that Malort into the shaker. All right, that doesn't sound so bad, right? I mean, this is for those that have not had Malort, it is uh, super, super bitter. Oh, boy. Uh, it is one of the worst things in the world, but uh, in a cocktail, especially a cocktail that's going to have some sweetness to it, right? If you have some bourbon in there, if you have some honey in there, it's going to have some sweetness to it. Uh, this will this will add just a little bit of, of of that bitterness. It sounds like, and that sounds pretty good. That's exactly right. So the, yeah, the honey and the bourbon recommendation; those are both to the, have sweetness to counterbalance the uh, the malort, and also the egg white is going to take a little bit of an edge off that as well. So it's going to be really important. That you add all those things because you don't want <laughs> Malort to be the overpowering flavor in this cocktail. All right. So you're going to take your spoonful of honey, your two ounces of bourbon, your one egg white, your half an ounce of cold brew coffee, and your half an ounce of Malort. You're going to put it in the shaker. You're going to throw in some ice. You're going to close the shaker. And you are going to shake the hell out of this. All right. You're right. going to shake it as if you are on the train, on the brown line, when it makes the uh, little connection, the little jump over the tracks. You know, at the uh, Belmont station, how it kind of rocks you back and forth. Sure. You do that, but a lot more and harder and better. You're going to shake the <laughs> hell out of it. And when you do that, the egg white's going to froth up a little bit. It's going to be real, real classy. You get out of glass, you open the shaker, you pour it into the glass. I recommend using a strainer to strain out the ice. All right. It's a good idea. I guess you could just dump the ice in there if you're into that. <laughs> like some sort of weirdo. But, uh, and that's uh, what you have in your glass there. I tell you, friend, that's the Brown Line cocktail. There it is. All right. Our first edition of uh, CTA cocktails. That is the Brown Line. Uh, a delicious, delicious cocktail inspired by uh, by the Brown Line Ravenswood. <laughs> Call it what you will. It is as the, uh, uh, as the name does suggest. Yes, Ryan, that's correct. In, indeed, indeed. All right. Well, great. Thank you very much for that. And of course, you can head over to ctfails.com and uh, pick up a copy of that if you did not write it all down. Pick up a copy of that. Pick huh? it up. Pick up a copy. Pick up your favorite copy of the ctfails.com recipes. All right. Very good. Onward and uh, to the final segment of today. A little something we like to call CTA mail. 
And uh, this is, of course, where we invite you, the amazing CTA fails, followers, fans, CTA riders. To I would call them family. Family, fails fam, uh, to, uh, to provide us with uh, your thoughts on how the things are going on the CTA and your experiences and what you've experienced in, in life on the CTA. Um, we have a phone number that you can call and leave that voicemail. It's 312-620-9279. We'll give it out a couple more times throughout this, uh, the last bit of this program here. We will be endless with it. <laughs> <laughs> Please call us. We miss you. Um, and uh, uh, But this was one that came in and uh, we thought was particularly um, entertaining in terms of a story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? Let's just jump in. Hi. So my name is Kaya. Um, I frequently take the CTA and by frequently, I mean literally every single day. And it is a fucking shit show. I want to tell you all about it. One story I have in specific um, happened in January of 2018. Yes, I remember because it was completely traumatizing. I'm a university student, and I also work um, on this particular day. I was coming home from work, and I was taking a red line, 95th down, and that's already a fucking calamity as it is. But um, this train was taking forever and no one understood why. We were waiting for straight up minutes, over 10 minutes. Um, and we finally were told that the train basically was delayed because there was a fire in the car. Now, we were all confused. We didn't know what the fuck was happening or what that meant. But from all we got was apparently a guy poured gasoline in the car and set it on fire. <laughs> Why he did that, I don't know. But he just set it on fire. I waited an hour for that train. I don't think I ever got on it. I literally think I had to take the 29th and state bus, which, by the way, is completely awful because every time something happens on the red line, that bus is almost always filled, and they never have multiple buses at the same time. You have to end up waiting 30 minutes. And it's awful. And I just want to say the CTA is trash and will forever be trash. Thank you. <laughs> you're, uh, well, you're welcome, I guess. Uh. <laughs> I love this story so much. It makes me very happy. Someone dumping gasoline on the train and setting it on fire. Boy, boy, that's some... That's some real CTA energy there. I mean, you know, it's hard to say, like, I mean, you know, do you, do you blame them? <laughs> they probably, oh, no. Were they, were they that upset that they decided, you know what, uh, this, uh, we just have to end this train right now. Were they trying to cleanse it and clean it in some way? <laughs> like, what happened? A little, uh, a little exorcism by fire. Maybe. Who knows? Who are we to judge? You know, <laughs> absolutely, judge? absolutely no one. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I've heard, I've heard of some things that have caused some delays in my years. And I don't know, I've heard of fire on the tracks. I've heard that several times. Uh, cause you know, it, it's an electric track and things can occasionally catch on fire and that sort of thing. Perfectly reasonable. Sure. Uh, but I have not heard of fire in a car on the train before, uh, before this voicemail, before this, I mean, uh, and this how, I mean, this is super premeditated because you're bringing gasoline on the train. Clearly, you're going to set that train on fire. <laughs> this yeah, is something you've yeah. thought through very carefully and you've made a really, really strong decision. And uh, boy, <laughs> boy. So someone carried some gasoline onto a train and no one stopped you. And you thought, yeah, this is my moment. I'm going to do it. 
Boy. Well, if you've had a moment or you would like to share any experiences you have had, give us a phone call. Leave us a voicemail. It's 312-620-9279. That is the number to call. One more time, 312-620-9279. And you can leave us a voicemail. We've actually got a few more uh, that we haven't uh, even played yet uh, that we're saving in case we uh, we want to uh, play those here in the next couple of weeks, uh, next couple of months, the next lifetime. Next couple of weeks, huh? You think we're going to do a lot more episodes <laughs> the next couple of weeks? Do you, uh, Ryan? Well, it could happen at any time. You never know. You never know. Listen, you never know when that red line is going to show up. <laughs> you never know when the CTA Fails podcast is going to show up. Absolutely correct. It is always a surprise. All right. Well, thank you very, very much for uh, for joining us this week. It has been uh, uh, our pleasure. Your I'd pleasure. Say it's been great. I it's think been it's everyone's been great pleasure. as well. It's Absolutely. been pleasurable for everybody. Absolutely. If you would uh, feel free to subscribe to our podcast, we are on uh, Apple. We are on the Spotify. We are on the Stitcher question mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on. We're on all that. Rate us. Review us. And if you haven't found us on social media, where have you been? But you could do that at CTA Fails on Twitter, CTA Fails over on the Facebook, and CTA Fail on Fail. Just CTA Fail. <clears throat> On Instagram. It is confusing. Yeah. Yeah. It's not ideal uh, on Instagram, but uh, I'm sure if you search for it, you'll find it either way. For Clayton Smith, I'm Ryan I, Smith. Don't speak for me, but go on. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will see you <laughs> next time. CTA fails.